Welcome to The Open House, a show about my journey through real estate. So if you're a new agent or thinking about becoming an agent and you just want to hear somebody kind of go through it before you go through it or as you go through it, come relax with me and we'll just talk it out. R-I-C-K-E-S-I-A. Macon like bacon. I know it's complicated, but we'll keep practicing. Before we begin, go to rakesia.realtor to see all the latest happenings. Text Rakesia to 352-834-0823 or visit rakesiamacon.exprealty.com. I know it's too much. Just check the show notes. It'll all be there. Welcome to episode one of The Open House. Today and every Tuesday, I'll walk you through another week in the world of real estate. Okay, not the entire world, just my world. I don't know what anybody else is doing. But I'm a newer agent and I decided to capture my journey in real estate. And for those who are new and thinking about starting their own journey, we're all in this together. So if you just need somebody to listen to and it's not so much make sure you do this and do that, just kind of here's what I'm doing and, you know, if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, okay. And maybe you just need to hear somebody else's ups and downs versus everybody's success and how they became the top agent. And then we'll all get there one day. So starting off, when I took my licensing class, I didn't just take one class, I took two. Because when I took my first class, I don't think the school that I went to was a school for me, and I don't remember the name of it, but it just wasn't for me. It was um, when you watch the training videos, because within the coursework they had different videos, and when you watch them, it's that person with the, like, the 1980s hair in the whole videos from like 70s or 80s or something like that. So I just, I had a harder time buying in. Plus, I was a full-time student. So I was going to school to get my bachelor's degree in business management, specializing in travel and tourism, because I'm also a travel advisor. So if you need anything, let me know. But I went through, I wasn't focused. The second time I went through, I was laser focused. I was ready and I was in a situation where I didn't really have anything going on. I was away from home, so I had nothing to really do but take care of myself. And so I was able to buckle down, focus every day, make a billion note cards. And it turns out when I make note cards, I'm a writer. Like I love to write things down because it helps me remember them. But I'm never going to look at those note cards again. So once I got licensed and everything and I was doing a whole massive cleanup, I just I threw them all away. But that's what helped me. So I was laser focused. I go to take my test and I feel confident. I feel ready. Um, and then I missed, I missed it by one. And so then I waited a month and within that month, I didn't study much. I was, it was just a month of me just existing. And so I started studying again. I used prep agent, which I love. Um, so I started studying, I started focusing again. And then one morning I woke up and I was like, this is it. And I logged on and they had a test time that day. And I was like, this is it. I'm doing it. I don't even care. I logged on. I took my test and I got is hundred question test. And the good thing about mine was that the state and the national, however, that whole thing works, they were combined into one test. So I didn't have to like take my state, pass it and then go and sign up for my nationals. It was just an all in one deal. So I sit down, I take the test and it's getting math heavy. 
Like, number one, it's getting math heavy. Number two, I swear it's talking about things I've never really heard of in my life. But one thing I did do uh, when I was listening to Prep Agent, I listened to a lot of Cynthia's, um, her webinars. And I'm not talking about Prep Agent YouTube where it's all free. I'm talking about the paid version. So uh, I listened to Cynthia a lot. She had a lot of, um high missed questions and things that people usually struggle with on the exam. So I listened to those webinars for like days straight. And then hours before I took my test, I just kind of played one in the background as I was getting ready uh, for the day. And so when I sat down to take the test and I'm struggling with some things, other things were those things that Cynthia talked about and not word for word. It's never word for word. It's just in that subject category. And so some things in that subject category that I didn't know much about, I just did like a quick Google just to figure out what it was about. So I had more of a general idea. So if I were to see it, I would understand it better. And then some of the things I did see and I did understand better, but the math and the math is a part that stresses everybody out. And I'm already not great with well, okay, I love algebra, but I feel sometimes that I'm not great with math um, in word problems. Word problems will throw me for a complete loop because you're just using too many words. So when I got to the math part, some of it was easy. Some of it was simple to knock out and some of it was just, it was, it was too much. Like, you know, plot lines and if Johnny has one third of a plot of an acre of whatever it was just too much and I couldn't do it so I did my best and one thing I try to do is if I know I'm not going to do well in one area I try to do crazy well in every other area so I try to make sure I did the best I could with everything so when it got to the math part I had you know enough room to just say I can't do it but by question 30 the whole test was feeling pretty unfamiliar and I was like this is it I don't know what I'm doing here. So I continued on and I did my best. And at the end, I was like, there's no way in the whole entire universe. And so then I didn't go back to reread questions and blah, blah, blah. I was just like, there's no way and it doesn't matter anyway. So if I misread something and answered it wrong, doesn't matter anyway, because everything's crazy and I don't know. And then I hit the button and it was like, congratulations, you passed. And I was blown away. I was blown away. I was like, I don't even know how this happened, but I'm gonna go ahead and accept it. And then, and then I didn't believe it. Then I was like, okay, clearly they're wrong and they're gonna like recheck their system and then it's gonna turn out I failed. So then I sat there for a day or two waiting on the email. So then I got the email from um, the Florida licensing, uh, whatever. And it was like, here goes your actual license printed out. Here it is. So it was official. Then I waited another day just to make sure they didn't come back and say, hey, we made a mistake. But they didn't. So I had my license. I had my license and I was super excited. Then I had to choose a brokerage, which they say that you should choose your brokerage before you get your license, start your interview and all that. But I can't do that because I would fear that I would choose a brokerage and they'd be like, waiting on you. And then three years later, they'd be like, are you ever coming? So I didn't do that. So after I got my license, I was like, time to choose a brokerage. And I had a list of brokerages I wanted to be with. And a couple of them were those high-end, high-name because um, for the travel side, I like doing luxury travel. And I'm working on my luxury certificate, which... I'll just say it right now, it's three-year class or something like that, and I'm on the last year because that's who I am as a person. I don't know why. But anyway, 
Um, so um, as I'm going to wrap up my luxury class for travel, I wanted to have matching uh, luxury for real estate. So I went with some of those higher end, higher named uh, brands and that's who I try to interview with. So I'm sending out emails and I'm calling and I'm doing all these things. And one, I got a call back and I don't know who the person was. I don't know how they play their little game, but the guy called me and he was like, Hey, I was just calling, um, because we got your message or whatever and want to schedule an interview with you. And I was like, great. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is the interview. And it probably was. It was like probably like a pre-interview test. Like, they just test to see if you're worth it and whatever. So do just start to ask me random questions. Like, yep, how much, how many um, millions of dollars do you think you'll have in sales your first year? And I'm thinking, I've never done real estate in my entire lifetime. So, I don't know. $100,000? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And he caught me off guard with the whole thing anyway. So I gave out the most basic first thing that popped in my head with no thought going any, into anything answers I could ever think of. And I never got a call back from them ever. And then I didn't reach back out because then I just felt stupid. And I was like, I don't even want to be here anymore. So I didn't go with them. Those are one of my number ones. And then I had another one. I sent an email and I was like, hey, I would love to interview with you. And now still to this day... I get there, we have a new house on the market. And if you'd like to buy it, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm getting their marketing materials as if I emailed them saying, hi, I'm looking to buy a house. So just that right there. I was like, y'all don't even pay attention. So we're done here. So we're done. And then I had another one that I interviewed with that I thought I wanted to go to. And then I just didn't like, it's not that our interview went bad. I just didn't want to anymore. And then I had the one that I had always wanted to go with. It was always at the top of my list. I held off and I wanted to interview with them last just because I know that's where I wanted to be anyway. So I was just trying to push them off and be like, maybe there's something better out there and I'm not going to jump with the first thing I found. And um, I did end up going with them. Like I almost didn't. I almost didn't. So I'm with exp realty and i almost didn't because i don't know why i think i was just trying to not be impulsive and i knew if i talked to them that i would say yes and so i was like i don't even know i'm going somebody else and i was talking to somebody and i was ready to sign the paperwork and then my exp sponsor said hey um if you don't want to go with us, fine, but just, you know, go out to the, it's EXP world. And it's like the, the entire, everything is online. So go out to EXP world and just sit in a class or something, see if you like it. And she gave me the calendar of classes and I am addicted to learning. Like I love, like I still sometimes sit and think about going to school and I'm running two businesses and I still think like what if I signed up for more classes like I love learning and that's where she got me and um so I wanted to be with them for other reasons and then I sat in EXP world and I went to classes for about four to six hours straight and then I fell in love and I was like, yep, yeah, I'm doing it. I don't care. So I had to call the other lady back and say, hey, I know I was about to do my paperwork, but it turns out I'm not because I'm going to EXP. So that's how I ended up there. So now I'm here and I was kind of trying, I'm trying to work my way through and figure out what I want my business to be. But then I recently decided that 
I want to do open houses, like just focus on open houses. So no door knocking and calling and, Hey, look at me. I'm a real estate agent. Like none of that. I just want to do open houses and I will do them for other agents until I, um, unless I have my own listings and then I'll do them for my listings and probably still do them for other agents as well. I'm still figuring it out. So that's my new big plan. I got all my signs together. So I have a lot. And then what I was talking about with the EXP world and the, uh, the classes, like I went to all the open house ones. And so I have notebooks on notebooks on notebooks of notes. And again, it's because I like to write everything down and then I'm probably never going to look at them again. But sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll flip through and just read through the open house things real quick. But I have my strategy nailed down. And so what do I do? I decide to start a podcast called The Open House. So that <laughs> that is my step one. I don't know. We're just going with it. But I have everything together. And every week I want to do one or two open houses. And so I already have two on the books and I need to call back today and just make sure they didn't, you know, they're not um, under contract or anything like that. But I'm thinking maybe I want to do one open house and then have a backup just in case, you know, if one goes under contract, then I have another one that I can quickly move into on Sunday. So... I'm going to have my first open house on Sunday and I'm super excited and I will tell you guys all about it next week, Tuesday. So this is the show and I hope it works for you. This is just a quick intro episode and I hope you enjoy it and we'll talk again later. Bye.